Shalom, and I hope all is well. My name is Yitzchak Schiffman. I love sharing Torah classes, and thank you for listening to this episode. Feel free to follow and to share with others so they too can enjoy the Torah classes on this podcast. Now, on to the episode. Gentlemen, let's get started. Today we're holding Mish- Perak Bey's Mishnah Yud. We're going to move on to a series of Mishnayas that talk about teachings of these illustrious students of Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai. We mentioned yesterday, that there, really two days ago, that there were five great students of Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai. We spoke about each of their great qualities. We spoke about each of their opinions as to the appropriate and inappropriate starting points in life underlying mitos that are important. And now we move on to a series of Mishnayis where each of the Tanoim teach us three rules of Musr, three uh, rules of direction in life. Each one we're going to have. First we're going to have Rabbi Eliezer uh, ben Horkinos in this Mishnah, and then we'll move on tomorrow to Rabbi Yeshua. But meaning either gonna, each one's going to teach us three principles of uh, Musr and direction in life. So says the Mishnah, Mishnah Yud. So they, the students of Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai, said three, each one said three directions in Musr, or directions in life. So Rabbi Eliezer, Omer, Rabbi Eliezer, who is Rabbi Eliezer ben Horkinos, he said the following. Number one, The honor of your friend should be dear to you, beloved on you, like your own honor. Mepharshim explained in, in multiple different ways. What does that mean? Number one is just as you don't want to be, uh, you don't want your honor to be offended, you don't want your honor to be impinged upon, so too, you should be careful not to mistreat your friend. You should treat your own honor, his honor, like you treat your own honor. Similarly, if you see somebody else getting offended, it should bother you like you're getting offended, meaning you should take it personal if somebody else is getting bothered and you should make it right. And the final point they say, the Kati brings down, is, is also a nice idea, is if you see somebody else receiving honor, getting kavod, meaning getting some sort of glory, you should be happy for him like you're receiving honor. That's another thing. His honor should be beloved to you like your own honor, so therefore when he's receiving kavod, he's receiving something good in life, it should be something that makes you very happy. That's yihi kavod chaver chavev alecha keshelach. And the way the Mepharshim explained this goes hand in hand with that. And don't be easy to become angry. There are so many reasons that anger is a negative thing, but the Mepharshim say a few of them here. You shouldn't be, be quick to get angry, because when a person becomes angry, it's very quick for them to sin, and then he ends up denigrating his friend. So it's actually the corollary to the last point. Treat your friend, his honor, like you would treat your own honor, and don't get angry, because if you do get angry, then you'll start to mistreat your friend. We also know anybody who gets angry, the Mepharshim bring down here, anybody who gets angry, they lose their chachma, they lose their wisdom. Anybody that, uh, also we know the Gemara tells us, kol is kol mine gehenim sholtenbo, is that anybody that becomes angry, it's like all the matters of gehenim are, are to have control over him. I mean, people that are, live angry lives, ultimately, it's not a life to live. It's not a, it's not a, it's not a, uh, satisfying lifestyle. You can't live a satisfying lifestyle when you're an angry person. So becoming angry in general, it's destructive. You can't maintain healthy relationships. It's not a satisfying lifestyle. Like it says, all types of hell have control over such a person. Anger is a horrible thing. 
Like Avodah Zorah, Ki Luk Ovid Avodah Zorah, exactly. Anger is a terrible thing. And some people have more of a propensity or less of propensity. That's okay, but if we realize we have such a, and everyone has to some degree, you know, get angry about certain things, but ultimately we know that uh, the words of the Chachamim are listened to when it's calm, gentle. People get angry. Nobody like, they're, they're not enjoyable people to be around, and uh, they're not helpful for society either. And in this context, the way we're saying it is, if you want to treat your friend with the right respect as you're supposed to, can't be getting angry because you're going to end up mistreating him. And really it goes the other way too, is if you treat him properly, so you're going to make sure you don't get angry. Because once you're treating him properly, it'll prevent you from getting angry. So really it goes both ways. That's the first point of Rabbi Eliezer ben Horkinus. Number two, Teshuv yom echad misasach. You should do teshuva one day before you die. So he says, do teshuva, make sure you repent one day before you pass away. So in Avastar Rabbi Nassim, the students of Rabbi Eliezer ben said to him, well, one second, we don't know when we die. So how can we do teshuva one day before we die? So he said back, kol shekein, meaning certainly then he should do teshuva every day. That's exactly my point, is that you have to do teshuva one day before you die. We don't know when we're going to die. So essentially what I'm saying is, do teshuva every day for we don't know when we're going to die. Maybe we're going to die the next day. We don't know when our time is up and therefore we should do teshuva all of the days of our lives. The um, Gemara in Shabbos quotes a Pasuk in Kohelas and Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai explains it with a mashal. I'm just quoting the Kahati over here. He says that there was a mashal for a king who invited his servants to a se'uda, but he didn't tell them what time the party was going to be. So a king invited all of his servants. It's going to be a big party. He didn't tell them what time the party was going to be. So the intelligent slaves prepared themselves, nice clothing, uh, they looked presentable, and they waited at the entrance of the palace. They didn't know when it was going to be, so they waited by the entrance of the palace. The fools, they went on with their daily lives and did their work and whatever it was that they were doing and uh, disregarded the fact that the party could be at any moment. So suddenly the king said, now it's time for the party. So the intelligent ones that were already prepared and or, you know, uh, adorned and dressed up and ready to go, they were at the entrance. They were ready to rumble. The tipshim, the fools who had just been doing their work, their clothes were all dirty. They, had, they weren't ready to go into the party and they ended up losing out because of that. So the nimshol to that is, shuv yomecha misasach, the idea really here is, is that we have to make sure, we don't know when we're going to pass away. We have to be prepared for the party. I mean, that means for our death and for what follows, God willing, in the right way, um, every day. Because we don't know when we're going to pass away. Obviously, in a positive note, that means if there's something we want to accomplish in this world, today's the day to accomplish that. And in terms of preparation, tshuva, maizim tovim, and those things, every day is the day because we don't know when our last day will be. I saw a beautiful thing from Rabbi Miller said. They asked him, if you have one hour to live, what mm-hmm. would you do? You know what mm-hmm. he said? Exactly what I did. If I was going to take a nap, I'd take a nap. If I was going to live, I'd take a nap. If I was you should be warmed up by the fire of the Chachamim. So before I should explain what that means is, when you go to learn in front of the Chachamim, it should be like a 
you know, leaving the base medrash and going out in the sun. It means you need a warm-up. You should recognize the Torah they're giving you is so valuable. Fire like you're warming up in a positive way. Like you're well, trying no to get... AC. I know, I understand. What's that? that? Now I know why there's no AC. There's no AC. Yeah, it's fine. Warmed <laughs> trying up. to warm up. Okay. Like a person by the bonfire, like getting warmed up. That's what it should be like. You appreciate what it is that's being taught and absorb the warmth of the Torah. But on the contrast to that, you should be careful from their gachelet is a coal. You should be careful from the burn. What does that mean? Shaloti kava, that you don't get singed, you don't get burnt. Which means is that it's true you should come close to the chachamim like a cold person by the fire and learn from them, but don't get too close. Meaning, don't start to mistreat them. Don't get too close with the Chachamim because when that happens, you get too close with them, you can end up mistreating them or being derisive, treating them inappropriately, and then that can come to backfire against you. Fikavi, you can end up getting burnt. You have to maintain a level of closeness with respect. So that's a balance that needs to be met whenever it comes to dealing with a rabbi, with a Chacham, somebody you're learning with, because otherwise you can end up dis- disgracing them, which is a terrible thing. And that can put yourself into a difficult situation. And the Mishnah gives three examples what that could end up with, which are really examples from animals. Shinishichasan, the bite of the Chachamim, is Nishichas Shu'al, is like the bite of a Shu'al. Shu'al is a fox. So before I should explain, the bite of a fox, apparently, I didn't even know foxes bite people, but apparently the bite of a, the bite of a fox is very damaging. Says that the, its bite is very difficult and the healing is very is very harmful and the healing is very damaging or very hard hard to accomplish. So if they bite you, which we'll, I'll explain in a moment, this is obviously a muscle. But if they bite you, it could be extremely difficult to get out of that. Va'akitzasan and the sting is like akitzas akrav is like the sting of a, a scorpion. Again, which the the sting there's a certain amount. I didn't know this either, but apparently there's a certain amount of poison that it injects. I don't know if, what type of scorpions we're talking about here, but it injects, and that can be very harmful to a person as well. And their words, the words of the Chachamim, it's like the, literally means the speech of the snake, but it means the poison or the venom of a snake that it can spray into a person that it damages. And all of their words are like coals of fire. So the Mepharshim here explain what is this, all these references referring to. It's all referring to the fact that if you mistreat the Chachamim, you disgrace them, you don't treat them with the proper respect, so then the Chachamim will lash out against you, referring to different stages of cherem, essentially. So there's like the most severe one, which is like the bite of the fox, which is physical and more severe, like an outright action. Then there's the less severe, which is like the sting of the scorpion, a little bit less. And then the poison of a snake, which is not necessarily as bad as the other two. But in the, in the end of the day, all of these are different stages of cherem that a person can be put, or excommunication. Uh, the Kahati quotes over here, Nidoi, Cherem, and Shamta, different types of excommunication that will happen if people mistreat the Chachamim. There's a very important point over here, which I think this comes up very often, is in order to learn from the Chachamim, we have to become close with them, follow them, follow in their ways, learn from their ways, etc. And we do that, uh, we have to become like warmed by their fire, but at the same time, there has to be a respect that is met, that is calculated that we don't overstep boundaries because if we overstep boundaries, like we say, the damage that we can receive back could be very severe if we end up disgracing the Chachamim. So that's, Rabbi Yezir ben Horkinus teaches us again three rules, which is treating our friends with the right dignity, 
Do tshuva one day before you die. And finally, the way we're supposed to treat the Chachamim with respect, but also be warmed by them by coming close to them. Ezra Hashem will pick up tomorrow with Mishnah Yud Aleph, which will be the teachings of Rabbi Yeshua. Everybody have a wonderful day. Thank you.